Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of All the Small Games, an indie game podcast hosted by me, Andrew Levins, and one of my best friends in the world, Jonathan Valenzuela. Hey Levins, as always, great to see you on my computer screen, uh, highlight of my week, quite frankly. I've, I've, I've been here for 14 weeks now. <laughs> oh no, we've, we've been doing, we haven't done an in-person episode in how long now? Oh, since uh, beginning best of last Best of episode last end, year? End of, yeah, end, best of last year. Hey, wow. Time time flies when you're stuck on Zoom. Yeah. Um, but, hey, man, let's stop talking about how depressing 2021 is because uh, it just got fucking insane uh, because there is a, a nonstop rush of indie games going straight to my veins right now. And for the first time all year, I'm like, holy shit, how am I going to play all these goddamn games that I really want to play? Absolutely um, the same here. I am no I'm, pace, no pacing whatsoever. Like I, we could have, could have absolutely done with a few of these in in January to April. Yeah, but instead we're getting them all now. Uh, do you want me to remind you of all the games? Up? I know. Do you want me to remind you of all the games that have come out in the last week? Uh you um, yes, yeah, hit me. So from the last week, like I guess since we last recorded, here are all the games that have come out that I am. These are both small and and big games that have come out in the last week that I intend to play somehow. So we have Eastwood, we have mm-hmm. Toem, mm-hmm. Skatebird, um, a frog game called Dojeran, um, uh, Tales of Iron, Flynn, Son of Crimson, Aragami 2, Deathloop, Castlevania Grimoire of Souls, and Deltarune Chapter 2. Of course, yes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot for a lot. one and week. I was, like, I was like playing a little bit of Eastwood and going, oh man, this is probably going to be all I can feasibly play for this episode and feeling like oh maybe I've, I've i should try a bit harder to play a few more of them and then yeah, thankfully was able to play a bit of tom and imagine my 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 delight when you did the same so those are the games that we'll be we'll be reviewing this week but um just a few like extra shout outs there um like flynn son of crimson i think is flying under the radar at the moment but it's on um it's on game pass okay. um so is skatebird and aragami 2 but flynn son of son of crimson is a um like an 8-bit, um, or no, 16-bit um, 2D action platformer um, that's been published by Humble Bundle. Ooh, Humble okay. Games. And developed by Studio Thunderhorse, which that seems... F- 
They did um, Bushiden. No, they didn't. I don't know what they did. Studio Thunder Horse. They did something, something that we that we liked. Um, but yeah, it looks like a real fun, um, you know, frantic, beautifully animated um, 2D action game, which is 100% my kind of shit. And Humble Games, I like I say, I try and play every single one of their games. And uh, this is this is one of them, so I got to play it. Uh, that's it's on. You can find that on Game Pass. And yeah, Aragami Two and Skatebird are on there too. If you have Game Pass and want to try a brand new game, that's where to go. Um, Skatebird, unfortunately, not getting the the amazing reviews I was hoping it was going to get. But yeah. I'm definitely going to give it my own shot. It sounds like because a lot of the I read a few of the reviews and a lot of the stuff they're talking about is is stuff that when I played the demo, I was like, man, I hope they're going to fix this stuff up. And yeah. it doesn't look like they have. So, I mean, if it's on Game Pass, I'm, I might give it a quick go just to to see, you know, what did change from that demo period. But I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to sink a lot of time into it. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, I mentioned a game uh, with a frog in it called Dojoran, mm-hmm. um, which is Dojo Ran. Um, and this is a game that came out on Steam uh a little more recently but yeah it's, it's actually it's just hit switch playstation 5 and a bunch of other things oh no it's, it's, it's only just come out in the last week on everything okay um and it is um it's by that uh the company that put out um what was the blade within the blade that you reviewed oh, recently? yeah yeah yeah. okay remember how we were like man this 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 publisher puts out like an, an a shit ton of games yep um rattalaka games um Dojeron is like a um, like a, a game where you play as like a I guess a frog. Um, I'm just I'm just confirming that by scan, skimming skimming through the trailer now as I, as I as I talk. Um, but like beautiful black and white um, pixel graphics it looks really good, and it's around the ten dollar mark on Switch. Um, definitely give that one a look too if that sounds if if you like frogs. Who doesn't like what, frogs? But what's what is the what's the basis of the game? What is it? Okay, I'm watching the trailer <laughs> to dis- to survive in a dangerous world, John. Okay. We've got a close-up of a frog. <laughs> uh, now we see the frog from behind. You must pass the difficult training of your ancestors, John. And now we see a frog running as Dojeron, the title screen. And it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a pixel platformer, right. running and jumping, wall slide. Oh, my God, this soundtrack, John. you got to hear it. <laughs> I wish you could hear the soundtrack right now. <laughs> the synths. Learn the Apple technique, John, to go further. This game looks fucking amazing. Okay, <laughs> um, it reminds me the, the the graphics remind me a lot of um, uh, Downwell, uh, right? It okay, being another like you know eight bit black and white um, platformer, but this is less going down and more going from left to right as a frog and and getting apples. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm giving this a shot shot tonight. It looks super fun. Sweet. Okay. Uh, and uh, of course, Delta Rune. That's the big news from the week. Is that yeah. Toby Fox shadow dropped out of nowhere? The second chapter of Delta Rune shadow drops for follow-up. free. I understand. Yeah, just like the first chapter was. Yeah. Um, uh, he made it free for for PC and 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 Mac when it first came out, and then uh, a few months later down the track, made it free on on Switch as well. Um, but yeah, this is his follow up to the the uh, you know Undertale, one of the best received indie games. Of the last two decades, and um, yeah, now, now I loved Deltarune um, when it, the first chapter when it dropped out was like two years ago. Um, some of certainly my favorite soundtrack um, to to a game that came out that year, and uh, very fucking keen to play a bit more Deltarune. Part of me was like, do I wait um, until it hits Switch? But then I remembered that yeah, Deltarune is one of the few games that I played to completion on my laptop. So my love for t- Toby Fox bullshit um, 
transcends my hatred of doing playing games on the the screen that I stare at uh, twelve hours a day. I would love it if you know during this episode I'm talking about something and I just see your eyes drifting around and it's like, are you playing Delta Rune Chapter Two <laughs> right now? This isn't a DJ set, Levens. I need your attention. Um, and then Tales of Iron is another one. It's Tales with a uh, AI, of course. So this is a, a, a rat RPG. It's uh, uh. rats versus. I'm, maybe this is another frog one. Is it? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's rats versus frogs. It's a uh, a brutal two D um, action game um, made by the same studio or published by the same studio that that did Eldest Souls recently. Okay, sure. Um, and yeah, so if you are wanting to get your ass kicked by some fucking deadly frogs while playing as a rat who who is probably hopelessly underpowered uh, when you begin, uh, that's definitely one that you should check out too. Tales of Iron it just came out in the last week too. These are all games I'm going to try and play. Um, so pray for me because I get minimal gaming time in my life right now but sometimes you just gotta give up sleep that is true so you can, I, I have done that so you myself can kill some frogs i'm still like my my um like i still have to finish psychonauts 2 yeah i God, still have to finish the artful <laughs> escape i still have okay. to finish lamentum there's the big con that i really want to play there's is it out yet yeah it's sadly. Oh, really? I, th- I thought it was coming to, to Game Pass, or is, or is it one of those rare ones that isn't? Rare, yeah. It's one. I, I was like, is it Game Pass? Is it? Oh, it's not Game Pass. Crap. Um, but still, I really want to play that. Uh, Song of Iron, which is another like 2D action platformer, um, looks really good. So there's Tales of Iron, Iron Song of Iron. Okay, yes. great. Yeah. Um, there's just there's too much. It's too much, Levens. I can't like. Even even pre having a daughter, I would still be stressed out by all this. <laughs> yep, um, and I, I've been making my way through Deathloop, which is not a small game, but I'm really enjoying it. And I even hooked my um, old Xbox controller up to my Apple TV so I can play the new Castlevania game. It's not ah. new; it's like a uh, it's a they tried to make it a mobile game, and it only was released in Canada, and it got criticized for having way too much gacha bullshit. So they um, remodeled it, apparently not very much, but <laughs> it's the, the same composer as um, Symphony of the Night. So I want to go, I want to at least play a few levels, see what the soundtrack's like. Sure. Um, you know, rip ass as, a, as, as Alucard um, and, uh, and do it from the comfort of my own office using a, uh, an old Xbox controller because I can, I can finally play all those games. That, I, I think what, that, that game, uh, Baldo, that, that's on Apple Arcade, isn't it? Um, I think so. It got it got atrocious reviews. One of the worst reviewed uh, big indie games of the year. Um, so if I want to give that a shot, I can do that <laughs> with instead of I don't have to pay money to do it. Um, <laughs> what an did you see? It's got, like, the Metacritic is like is like forty percent. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. That was the um the very kind of inspired by uh, Studio Ghibli. Um, oh yeah yeah game. yeah. Okay, now that's ringing a bell. Gotcha. Yep. Oh wow! Yeah, um, and then Kena Bridge of Spirits came out, comes out today. Yeah, yeah. Um, on, on PlayStation Five, um, and uh, I got a code for Hoa Hoa H O A, which is yep. another Ghibli inspired game that I really want to play. Apparently, that's going to be a good one to play with the kids. Um, but uh, like like one of the other games we're reviewing today. So, John, uh, do we want to do Eastwood first? Man, let's do Toem first. Let's 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 get some positivity before you and I have a, a minor argument. What? Okay. Uh, well, John, um, what Teaser did the parking for the rest in- of the episode? What did the parking inspector say to the truck driver 
um, as he gave two tickets to cars in front of him. Tow him. You got it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Levins? Why? <laughs> Metacritic gave that setup twenty. Um, yeah, that's good. I think. The, I think if it, if it was any less clunky, I, it would have got would have gotten ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Toem is I mean it was Toem out over the last week? I wanna Yes. I wanna say it is. It yes. was released released very recently. So both one of div- one of my one of my games to watch from uh, E three yes. this year. Um You were you were really excited about it. And you know what? You were excited for the right reason. So it was developed and published by uh, a, a team called Something We Made, who I'm pretty sure is Swedish based. Uh, yeah, basically. these are the guys that in the most recent uh, Nintendo Indie Game Showcase um, uh, introduced Toem while like walking through the woods. And now that I've played Toem, that makes fully full sense. But at the time, I thought it was very makes- funny. Um, very, very small team. I think only three people in the company, but they obviously would have brought some people in as well. Um in the game, you play as a uh, as a, a young. What what uh, what would you say you are? Are you a, a bird? No. What's Just your a grandma? Very kind of What's cartoonish... your mum? What's your mum? Do you remember what um, animal your mum is? No, I, like I can't work it out. I think you're just a very kind of weird cartoony thing. Yeah, you're just a cartoon cartoon guy. But there's lots of anthropomorphic animals in your in the world too. Plus animals that just walk around and you take photos of them as pets. Yeah. Um, so you you kind of start off and you have a conversation with your again is it grandma or mum? I think it's your mum. It's your mum. Yeah. Okay. Let's say mum. So you have a, you have a conversation with your mum and she tells you that you know you're about to go on an adventure to witness a a, a natural phenomenon known as Toem. Uh and you know she gives you a little vintage camera with dynamic zoom to take along with you. She's very excited for you to go on this journey. It's all very sweet. And you you head out on uh, on your quest, and you basically each each area you visit, you get a card that has a bunch of quests, like photo quests and little errands you have to run for people. Every time you complete one, you get a stamp. Once you complete a certain number, you get a free bus ride to the next region to go to, or the next the next location. It's it's a very like in t- in terms of a gameplay loop, it's very simple. You you meet people in the world, they give you little quests to do. You complete the quests, you get a stamp. Once you get enough stamps, you move on to the next area, or you don't because more often than not, you'll need like six stamps to move on, and there might be fifteen challenges in the area you were in. And not once did I move on from an area. Until I had gotten as many of those those quests finished as possible. Uh, yeah, I, I can't say the same because um, we've, I've been playing it with my kids today, and when I realised I was getting close to the end and there was just one world left, I was like, "Okay, do I completely finish this second last world?" No, no, no I'm just gonna. I want to see what the last world is so I can talk about it with you. Okay, right. So that's you've you've made it fairly far through then. Yeah, um, this game is like you know I was I've been complaining about how I keep starting games with my kids that are like for fifteen hours plus. Yes, and kind of realizing oh shit that means I've got to play you know I I can't teach them that it's that it's good to uh, to play for video games for hours and hours each day. So at most we're going to play this one hour a day on like you know five days a week. You know how the math goes. You know, I'm yeah. a responsible father over here. This is uh, an to- all the and small I was- numbers. 
And I was saying, like, I want one of these small games to be actually small. And Tom is that. It is a, like, a perfectly, it's just, it's a little toy that you can play with. And there are, there are, you know, you move your character around the world. And like you said, there, there are goals, but you can just spend time in this delightful little, little box world that you kind of play around in. And, 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 you know, yeah, tick off tasks, search for animals to take photos of, um, figure out the achievements that you need to do. There's so much extra stuff that you can do just by like, you know, having a little extra time. But if you want to fly through this, which I'm still, I'm sure would also be a delightful time. Um, you can probably get through this game in like, you know, two hours. Yeah. Easily. Um, Shorter even. This is like the, the, the small game that I've been desperate for for the longest time. It's every moment you spend in it is satisfying and relaxing and like well thought out. The music's wonderful. And like music plays a big part of like, you know, one of the many unlockables in the game. Like when you reach certain areas or achieve certain um, quests, you, you get gifted a, a new song for your Walkman. But it's not called a Walkman. It's called a hike lady, lady hike. Hike lady. Yeah, that's hike lady. Yeah. Hike lady. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was very cute, um, and very cute is like yeah, how I would like surmise most of this game. It is so, it's so adorable, but it's also like it's quaint in a really nice way. Like it just, it's it's a, it's a small, it's the perfect example of a small game. I can't yes. say enough good things about this game. Yes, uh, like it's not particularly challenging, but. It definitely does make you think if you want to get 100% completion that some of the, some of the, at least like three or four of the um, photos you have to take in each world that you visit, in each, sorry, suburb town that you visit, are, are real chin scratches. They're, they're head scratches. You can't, uh, there's definitely, you there's, can't just, yeah. Yeah, there's a divide it. between quests that are like, you just need to, you need to search the world you're in very thoroughly to find stuff. Like each, each level, there are people from the photo challenge guild that will give you like, hey, here's a, here's an extra challenge for you. Uh, you know, and it's like in the forest area, it's like take a photo of a mossy rock, an axe and a pine tree. And so you need to kind of like go into the world and like pine trees easy to find, mossy rocks fairly easy to find. The axe, however, takes a bit of searching. So you need to, it's almost Wes Wally-esque in that sense. I actually found the axe first. Then yeah. I realized, oh, all the trees around me are pine trees. Exactly, <laughs> and all the rocks are mossy rocks, basically. Yeah. But in the in the later in the later regions or or you know areas that you're in, they get a little bit harder. Like you got to search a bit. Straight up cryptic. Yeah, you got to search a bit more. There are some that are wildly cryptic. Like um, there was, there's one in the um, there's like. The, the, the regions city? are, there's like a forest region, a seaside region, a city region, and then a mountain region. And in the seaside yep. and region... You, and you begin, your, your first home region is like a farm. Yes. And that, that one's small. There's like three quests to do and four animals to find. It's fairly easy to knock over quite quickly. Um, with the exception of the one of the quests. The city is enormous. Huh? The city is enormous. Yeah, the city is gigantic. It's, it's, that, was, that was crazy to go to that that level for the first time and... Wander around so much, see so many things. Um, have you 100% of this game already? I am very close. I have you one more quest a to achieve. True hero. <laughs> I've found all the animals. I don't have all the achievements. That's that's the one thing I like. If I really want to yeah, knuckle like down, like 37 achievements. Yeah. Some of them you just unlock naturally by like visiting new areas. Others are more cryptic. Yes. Others are more. Yeah. Um. But there was one. There was one in the um, in the, uh, the, the 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 seaside region where it's like a guy 
wants to whistle a melody, but he doesn't have the inspiration. And you need to go and take a photo of for him and bring it back as inspiration. So I'm or someone else, someone else whistling. Yep. Scratching my head, trying to work out like, oh, is it this epic picture of a fish, or is it this, or is it that? And then I saw the guy whistling, opened my camera, and realized you could take a photo of the musical notes themselves. Yep. And that was when I was like, oh, got it. Okay, cool. So yeah, like there are definitely ones that are like. You get a cryptic clue for what you need to take a photo of and then you kind of wander the environment and look for things that match that clue. There's like a sequel to that one in that same world where someone else is looking for a melody. He's like a wizard with a guitar or something like that. Yeah. I can't work wi- that one out. Um, I think once you give the melody to the guy who was looking for a melody, you take a picture of that guy. No, no, no. Uh. You get You get the song that he's whistling you go and play it on your hike lady around the wizard, and the wizard's oh, like, of "Oh, I love that." I, I of course didn't even think that was a hike. I didn't even think that was a mechanic. That makes yeah. so much sense. And there's okay, even there's some there's some quests you get that span all of the regions. So in the forest region, you get a a, a, a punk kid who's like, "I like photos of monsters. Go take photos of monsters for me." And I walked around the forest for so long looking <laughs> looking for more, like because you find one monster, and I'm like, "Where are the rest of these?" Fucking monsters. And then it occurred to me, oh, they're probably in other levels. I felt like a bit of an idiot at that point. But um Yeah, and there's the same thing going what you get given there's like items of clothing that you that you find or are given throughout the game, and at one point you get given glasses that someone's getting rid of because he finds them so annoying because these sunglasses, while they look very cool, they also allow you to see ghosts. Yeah. Um so he just keeps getting annoyed by ghosts. Um, and yeah, one of one of the tasks is you have to help every single ghost in the game, yes. um, and you can only see what see the ghosts if you wear these special glasses um, throughout all the levels. You also need the same glasses to uh, look to be have enough swag. You need to have enough swag to get into a nightclub because one of the missions is to take a photo of a DJ. Yeah, um, and yeah, you need to wear the sunglasses. The bouncer doesn't let you in unless you have enough swag, and the glasses the glasses are the key to the swag. The uh, um, the forest rave is very cute. Yes, totally. Um, I love the way, like, you know, it, it's an it's another, like, isometric adventure game um, of which, like, mo- almost every game in my top 10 this year is that. Um, but I love the way it's kind of presented as, like, a toy box that you move around. Like, when, when you move the camera around, I don't really feel as much like I'm moving the camera. I feel like I'm moving the land around my yeah, character. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that allows you to find all kinds of secrets and like presents and things like that. Um, it's it's a it's just a game that even though yeah yeah it is like quite small and you know the, the list of things to do is not enormous, but you you get so rewarded just by exploring every inch of what is there. It it for me is it's definitely in the same vein as like Umarangi Generation. In that see that I, I really liked that, but I I didn't it wasn't as like. Um, like this is this very much this rewards you constantly. Yes, whereas in Moranki Generation, yes, you have to work a bit harder for it. That's that's what I was going for. Is like as as great as your Moranki Generation is, it can be a frustrating game in that you you just work through and tick off your list, and then you're done with the level. Whereas this is every quest finished is a joy. Like it gives you you know yep. maybe you get a little scrap of dialogue with the character you're dealing with or something along those lines, but. It's this constant feedback loop of just pleasurable little interactions with the world and the characters therein um, that that really like 
I I I'm almost at the end just because it was one of those like I need to keep playing this. This is so much fun. I'm having such a nice time with this that I I've got to get like I've got to keep going with. So you know, it's like last night my wife goes to bed. The Xbox is on. I've got Artful Escape right there. I've got Psychonauts 2 right there. Nope, I'm curling up on the couch with Toem. <clears throat> also partially yep. because I knew with Toem like I'll have this finished fairly soon. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you want to you want to get the, you you want to stamp yeah. it off your list just like you stamp every every task off in the game. Exactly. You ta- stamp and then look, I'm having a, I'm having an amusing interaction with someone in my world right now based on the game quest quest completed Levens. <laughs> now give I now love give like, me an item of clothing. <laughs> one of my favorite items of clothing. So you, in the in the forest, you meet someone who's sad and sitting alone, and he's sad. He's he's near a washing line which has three socks on it, and he's like, "I've lost my favorite sock." And then um, you you and he, he says like he says like he fought, fell in the water, and when he came out, his sock was missing, something like that. And then so you 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 explore all the forest and eventually you find somewhere or someone gives them to you um, a pair of socks and they're soaking wet. You, you, play, you, go a, give them you to play a guy. shell game against a ghost. That's right. And of course you do. Um, so I went and I um, I gave him his, his socks and he was like, oh, thank you. My favorite sock. But it was only one favorite sock. So you can have this other one. And it's like, you got a wet sock equipped now <laughs> and you put it on and I was walking around with it like, you know, whatever. Like, Isn't that funny? I put on a, a, a sock and then I've been playing this with my kids and then Archie just goes, dad, listen. And every, you know, five or six steps you hear squelch because yeah. the, the, the sock is wet. And like it annoyed Archie so much that after 10 minutes he was like, can you please take the wet sock off now? <laughs> And I, I, that was that's one of my favorite moments playing game a game with my kids so far this year. Like that was just a, a great moment. <laughs> the wet sock. There's even like they do a lot of that stuff with the clothing. Like one of the first items of clothing you get is a pair of wooden clogs. Yeah, and they and when, suck. They, they like, suck slow so, you down. They slow you down so much, but they also go like <laughs> with yeah. every step. I I did about two minutes in them, and then I was like let me try removing these and suddenly started walking so much faster and i was like i'm never putting them on again that was so frustrating <laughs> there's definitely someone out there that has played the entire game wearing the clogs oh, not boy. knowing any different there should um, be an you achievement get sneakers you get sneakers which like make like you know like the sounds your sneakers make on like a basketball court um it's the squeaks throughout the time yeah. um there's all some of the quests are so inventive like you I knew it was going to happen, but like you start working for a, a magazine and there's a, you know, J J J Jameson um, esque figure who like demands you take photos for him. And he's so rude. And he only, he only, address, he only speaks back to you if you're wearing your reporter hat. Um, yeah, that's right. Like, you, you have to go inspire um, someone to put a fashion show on by giving them the right hat. Just like, just like, just so many great little quirks. Uh, my my I think favorite. The city, my favorite part of that that reporter mission, and this is minor, minorly spoilery, but he gives you two tasks: shoot a fashion show and take a photo of a great mustache. Okay, I've not found the mustache yet. Is it his? Do you do you want me to reveal? No, no okay. that's oh, just that's it. just my guess. But yeah, wait, wait. I've, what was your guess? Is it his his mustache? No. 
It is. Okay, John's, it is. Na- John's nodding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just, yeah. I didn't want to say the spoiler out loud, but it's just like you take the photo and give it to him. He's like, that's right. I have the best mustache in this town. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this game has brought us so much joy. I love that we both... Yes. That we both... Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely like our kind of game. Um, and I've played a lot of photography games this year. I've played, yeah, uh, aforementioned Umarangi Generation, uh, new Pokemon Snap, but Tom... Tom gets my award for best photography game of the year. Congratulations, Tom. Congratulations. Absolutely, yeah. Loved it. Looking forward to to ticking off this last thing and then maybe idly making my way through some achievements. But the time I've had, even though it's short, awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. This is like when I think of why I like small games. It's it's this or a Metroidvania. <laughs> yeah. All right, shall um, we move on? Oh, hold on. Maybe we should take a moment for a word from our sponsors. Thank you for remembering, King. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right. Thanks, sponsors. Now it's time to talk about one of the most uh, like eagerly awaited indie games of the year, and that is Eastwood, a I think Chinese-made game, right? Yes, I, I believe uh, it was developed by Pixpill and Pixpill. published by Chucklefish. Um, this game came out on the sixteenth of September, I think the same day that Tom did. Um, oh, we should mention, sorry, uh, Tom is available on the Switch, the PC, and the PlayStation Five and Four. Yes. I guess. Um. And uh, so this game, Eastwood, what's it available on? Everything? Um, it's on Steam and, and... I think it's on Steam and Switch at, the, at this point. Yes, that sounds about right. Um, and when uh, I first saw Eastwood show up in the a Nintendo Indie World Showcase, maybe at the end of last year, I think it was, um, it game reminded me a lot of like... It looks a lot like Earthbound and even like those, the, you know, Eastwood, Earthbound... Um, Mm. The kind of the, the, the uh, yeah, again, it's another like isometric adventure game. <laughs> um, I, seriously, almost every game that we've talked, I feel like every week we talk about another isometric adventure game. Well, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's the perfect, um, it's a relatively, I guess, low, if it's not the right word, low resource, he- it's like a resource light way to make a game, essentially. Sure. Like full, yeah, but, full um, blown 3D world is difficult. Isometrics easy. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is one of the most beautiful games, like from an art point of view. The the, the level of detail in the backgrounds um, as you as you make your way around this. I mean, how would you describe it? Is like is it like post apocalyptic? Is that it's, the, the, the... it's post apocalyptic? Definitely. 
Yeah, um, you you play as uh, an old dude named John who has taken in a young lady named Sam um, who lives lives in they live in a caravan and John is known as like one of the best the best miner in the town the best digger in mm. town well, every day he goes to the mines and digs but uh, times have been bad lately and they're not even they're not finding anything of worth in the uh, in the mines um, not even a, a, a any tin. I believe the line is, and uh, John spends more time on his uh, on his day at work that you spend with him, um, killing slugs with a frying pan than he does doing any digging. In fact, he does no digging whatsoever. Um, and then uh, the big fat mare visits you and says, "What the hell, Sam? Why are you Why are you in the mines with John? You need to go to go to school. I demand you go to school." And so Sam is excited because they've never gone to school before, and. Um, you you get you send her off for her first day of school. But before you do that, you introduce to another part of this game, which is an RPG that John grew up playing, and now Sam is playing for the first time. And the way you play the RPG is by, and it's like a you know a classic turn based RPG that all the kids in town play. Um, and you can play it by like buying a memory card and logging on at like the convenience store at the front of the at a, of a store mm-hmm. and playing the RPG that way. Um, but yeah, the bulk of this game is the isometric adventure game. At the start, you start out, your only weapon is um, a frying pan and some bombs. And mm-hmm. uh, I guess it progresses from there. How far into this game are you, John? So I am up to the kind of... I guess if you count the underground area as like the first area, I'm up to the third. Okay. What I'm, about yourself? I'm, I'm in the second area then. So you're in um, the, the like foresty kind of area. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so basically you... you um, uh, how to put this? Sam is constantly going on. And it's worth mentioning that Sam is a girl that, that, that John found. Like, John, John is a digger, and I think what they're digging out is, like, relics from the post-apocalyptic, like, from pre-apocalyptic age. I think is what they're mm-hmm. looking for. And he finds it's set up in a like cutscene at the very beginning of the game or like an opening, an intro animation when you, when insane you log the game in. intro. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really so well much done. happens in that intro. Yeah. Oh, I know. I like, I watched it and I was like, what did I just watch? I don't have the context for anything I just saw, but it then it's like I, an OVA from an anime. Like someone yeah. just like, yeah. Making, no, no, what's not, no, what's a, not, what, not an OVA. What's it called when you make a, fa- a, a music clip set to, AVI? You like pick like a li- no, like a you get like a Lincoln Park song, and then you just set anime clips over the top of it. All right, whatever. It has it had an acronym, whatever. Yeah, real ones. Um, <laughs> anyway, you you find out in this in this opening animation that he found Sam in like some kind of gestation pod or like you know, uh, like container full of orange liquid at the beginning of the game at, at like, and that's how it's they wound sun-kissed. up together. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um, anyway, you Sam keeps talking about the surface and how the surface, like, because the, the you know everybody in this underground town is like, oh, the surface is it's destroyed and it's unlivable and no one can go there and it's toxic and all this kind of stuff. But Sam is like, no, the surface is blue skies and green green trees, like it's blue above and green below, kind of thing. Like it's beautiful up there. We should all go up there. And eventually the mayor, like, throws you in prison, you and Sam in prison, for, for her continually talking about the surface. 
And then when you escape from prison, he says, right, I'm, I'm giving you to Charon, uh, which, you know, fans of the fans of uh, ancient belief systems will know is the name of the ferryman across the river Styx. Uh, also to... fans of the game Hades and Spiritfarer. Oh, of course. Yep. Um, <laughs> He's in both. Uh, and then you, you kind of discover that Charon is not exactly what it seems. It's actually a still operating subway train. Um, mm-hmm. And you get a great, very cathartic scene where you like explode the mayor's mansion as the, the train kind of moves along. Anyway, but it's, it sets you off on this journey. Um, and, and the journey is continually going eastward, hence the name of the game. Um, and you start to kind of like, I won't go too deep into the story, but you, you start to learn that like there's some kind of, it's that classic, because this is, am I correct in thinking this is like heavily modeled off JRPGs in terms of like setting and story and that kind of thing? I'd say definitely, definitely influenced, yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of like there's there's clearly like some kind of military industrial conspiracy going on in the background to do with this thing called miasma um, that like has, you know, it potentially I think is the thing that destroyed the world. Um, I know definitely in the third town, uh, there are people that talk about like, oh, they've they've built some technology to stop the miasma and this kind of stuff. That's that's probably enough story. I mean, I haven't gotten much further than that, so, and so I, I can't. Speak. We we know that 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 John is heading eastward towards criticism of this game, and I can't yeah. wait till we get there. <laughs> um, look, I want to I want to preface this by saying this is not a bad game. It's not. I totally agree with you that the the art style of this game is beautiful he they have crafted such an incredible world to look at particularly like i love anything that layers a new civilization on top of post-apocalyptic ruins i think that's such a fantastic basis for any kind of story because you can balance the old and the new ways and that kind of thing mm-hmm. one criticism i have and it's funny holding this up against toem um it's one thing holding up against Toem is they've crafted this beautiful world to look at, but there's very little interactivity with it. Like I almost wish you had points where you could get the characters or say characters character, only Sam talks, John is silent, but get them to comment on what you see on screen. Do you get where I'm, do you get where I'm coming from here? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, Toem, there's... Admittedly, Toem doesn't do that. You can't, like, look at... Oh, there are some points where it gives you a little bit of context about the game. But one thing one thing in particular I noticed with Toem is any seat in the game in Toem, you can sit in it. It's mm-hmm. such a small detail, but it really helps you to feel like you're part of the world. Sure. All I had with... Eastwood was just this is beautiful, but I don't feel like I'm part of this world essentially because there's, I mean, you, there's... Can, you can turn taps on. Yeah, okay, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> you can also pat animals. You can leave them the, running. You can pat animals in the game as well. All right, so there are some minor points, but it's this is this is just a personal thing where I'm I'm so fascinated by this world that I wanted more small touch points that told me more about it, and this is the okay. issue I had with a game like what remains of Edith Finch is that they created this incredible house, but gave me very little opportunity to learn more about it um, outside of the main plot line. 
which is kind of what you get you get in this as well. Like you can talk to people around the game, but you know you can never specifically be like, "That looks like a subway train. What is that?" And have them be like, "Oh, it's an old iron carriage that used to, you know, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera, that kind of thing. Um, we're just are we just running through my grievances at this point? <laughs> I may as well go. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it back to the positive if you like. Sure. Let me. I'll. I'll continue. Um, what was What was one of the other ones I had? It feels padded. It. I mean, I know I missed a story essentially, but there's a lot of like. I've just run into too many instances of like I go through a lengthy cutscene. It's like, okay, so I'll go on this mission then. I'll walk one screen over and immediately be back in another lengthy cutscene again. And I'm just like... Okay, yeah. Let me yeah, play no, the friggin' game. That's very much in line with the yeah, like the JRP genre for sure. Um, yeah. Not that this is one, but yeah, like I said, influenced by one. Um, I I was I feel, was feeling that too, but I thought that was more a case of my brain being broken after playing 12 hours of WarioWare Get It Together. And just getting sure. used to like be like, oh, this game is more than than, than five seconds long, <laughs> like and not being able to handle like yeah, cutscenes at the moment to me are like ex- particularly excruciating. But I mean, this is like if if I'm raising this issue about cutscenes, then clearly we are hitting some kind of red bar on a gauge here because that's like I found myself going, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, let me let me get back to wandering around, let me get back to exploring this fantastic world. I, I, but it- I do really love the characters of, of, of John and Sam and, like, you know, I obviously haven't met many beyond that, like, the, all, the, all the characters from the town. I think they're all really well-developed, even, like, at the beginning when you meet all of John's co-workers and one of them's lazy and, like, I think that the, the writing is really good. Well, it's, I, it's, it's hard to find John lovable because he doesn't talk. You know, like, every... Every one of my favorite characters is a silent protagonist, so okay. I, I always like I always love the silent protagonist. But talking about padding, there's there's other more subtle ways that it's padded, and this again could go back to look. I have very little, I have little to no experience with JRPGs. I'll put that down there now. I'm sure there are some listeners who are just like, forget John's opinion forever. He hasn't played this genre of game. That's one of my favorites, etc. Fine. If if I'm cancelled for that, I'm cancelled for that. I'll go live on the island with the rest of the cancelled people. But one, there's one bit in particular that I've thought of that speaks to this. But there are, it's there's a lot more of this scattered throughout the game, which is, you know, when you go down into the mines at the very beginning when you're underground, you 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 walk down a set of stairs, you walk mm-hmm. past the those three doors, which are the dormitories for the the diggers, right? Mm-hmm. You then go down another set of stairs, which puts you in a screen that is just a corridor that turns a right angle. So you walk through that corridor and out the other door, and then you're in the like little section that starts the mine, right? Yeah. Why did they need that little right-angled corridor? Because if, I don't know. It feels like a journey. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I'm I'm of the opinion I, I of I, like, I get to see more art. It rules. <laughs> But there's so little art on that screen. There's next. There's nothing particularly it's interesting. It's a beautiful about it. corridor. Oh god damn it! Um, you you currently have a Danzig fringe, so it's very like hard to. I be- know. Yeah. Sorry, it's an accident. I haven't had a haircut in a long time. Neither. The Danzig it's, fringe happens very it, easily. It is horrible. But it's just. It was one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if you're trying to make this feel like, oh, this is how it really operate. You like, 
the, the orientation of the previous room is that way. The orientation of the room you're going to enter is a different way. So we need this connecting corridor to make sure that your characters reorient themselves and it feels like you're properly entering. But I just feel like if I'd walk down the stairs one way and come out a doorway another way, I would just be like, yep, that's fine. This is a video game. I, I don't need, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling like, oh shit, what the hell just happened? Like... So many just, like, even when you get to the third area, there is a mansion that you have to go into, and it takes you four screens of navigating stuff. And I'm not, by navigating, I don't mean, like, it's a maze or anything difficult. It's literally, like, I walk in a straight line from a door to a ladder, climb the ladder, and walk out another door. You know, like, etc., etc. I just... It's one of those things where, individually, it's not too bad, but cumulatively, it just started really wearing on me after a while. Yeah, I mean, for me, this is like, this feels like playing like a Chrono Trigger, or um, or like like I said earlier, like a um, a, an Earthbound, where like I guess that kind of stuff was prevalent in the SNES era JRPGs yeah. that were coming, or you know, action games that were coming out then, big adventure games. Um, what was the game I played last year? Um, was it like Chrono? Not Chrono. Oh God, what the hell was it called? I'll figure it out. But I, I, it it feels if you if you liked, oh God damn it. <laughs> the fuck was it called? You, do you, <laughs> want, me to, do you want me to vamp while you just you you? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll work on a really good compliment to get out of your vamp. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, look, the, but this is what I'm saying is that because I don't have that nostalgic connection to this type of game or the type of game that obviously very heavily inspired Eastward. That's why I'm finding these things as flaws rather than oh, it's like the experience I used to have. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's less like, oh, it feels like a game I used to play. More like, oh, this is that genre of game. Sure, but yeah, I, yeah, even like, you know, even so, that's that's still exactly the point I'm saying. It's like it's like a point and click adventure. I I have a much higher tolerance of point and click adventures because they're such a nostalgic experience for me. But I can totally see why other people would be like, why the fuck would you play this kind of game? It's straight up boring or frustrating or whatever. Um. I Crosscode is the game I was thinking cross of. Crosscode, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's look, it's I mean, I guess my my one other oh yeah, one other thing that really bugged me, and I think this is a mechanical thing that I'm I'm fair about, and I may be wrong and they may have this and I just haven't used it or found it, but it is wild to me that there is no button that you can use to hot swap weapons. Okay, yeah. Alright, I haven't gotten enough weapons for that to be a problem yet. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Um for me, it's like the my main criticism is that the the combat lacks any real depth. That, like I would have I would have loved agree. the option to dodge or you know like yeah. I don't know just some, something a bit more than just hit repeatedly mashing. But it it works for the for the kind of game it is. I guess like it's it's a you know light puzzle action adventure game. Um, I very much enjoyed the section of the game. I think there's one during that first where you and Sam are split up, and you know. John's walking along like the bottom path, Sam's walking along mm-hmm. the top path and you need to kind of like solve puzzles separately like that. I really enjoyed those sections that I've come across so far. There's definitely a few more of them scattered throughout. Found them very enjoyable. Uh, you know, it's it's never anything too head scratching. It's fairly light puzzling, but it's enjoyable for what it is. I, I totally, you, you raised a point that, that like the lack of a dodge is definitely something that... Um, taking on some of the boss battles, I'm like, it would have been really useful to have a dodge during this section. 
There are mm. there are puzzle areas later in the game. You get a flamethrower, you use it to burn through these weeds that can hurt you. Um, and there are sections where you need to burn weeds and you can use your flamethrower to destroy these little bulbs that are making the weeds grow back. But you have limited ammo, so, you, you know, I was like, I'll use my frying pan so I'm not running out of ammo while, you know, for any weeds I run into later on down the track. And switching weapons to be like, okay, I've burnt them, now I need to open the weapon screen, manually go over to the, the, the frying pan, select the frying pan, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Whereas if there was just a button that if I pressed it, it would cycle through the weapons I had so far, it would have made that experience feel so much less clunky. So that's that I feel is an actual that is not a I am not familiar with this genre so my opinion might not be necessarily on point here that is a mechanical goddamn it put a fucking weapon hot swap button in this game guys Um so will you play more of it do you think or are you I think good I will on return to it I think now that now that I've ripped through most of Toem it's it's the game I'm playing on my Switch currently like there are, okay, there cool. are Xbox it's games It's enormous I, by the way that's, it's apparently like 30 hours long. Yeah, I, I may run out of steam, but I will keep playing for the moment. Okay. It's your Switch game. Yes, that's um, until something else comes out on Switch that, that offers a better option, essentially. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm looking forward to like, you know, chipping away at it week by week. It's not something I'm going to be like, you know, oh, who knows? It may, it may get its hooks completely into me and I may devote all my time to it, but um, it... I, I knew what kind of game it was going to be, and it definitely is that, like a very, okay. very story focused adventure adventure game that harkens back to the SNES era. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Eastwood, it's out now on Switch and PC. Um, Wait, weren't you going to be? Were you going to be heaps complimentary about it to 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 balance out my negativity? Well, I don't want to be like John's wrong. <laughs> no, but it's, this but, is opinion based. Yeah. Like, what is your opinion? Well, like I said, like you know, I, I think. When you when you judge a game, you judge it based on the kind of game it's trying to be, and I think this is absolutely nailing the kind of adventure game it is trying to to create. Okay. Um, like I said, if you if you enjoyed CrossCode, uh, which came out on Switch last year, um, which is another like yeah like isometric um, uh, adventure game, um, I think I liked that a little bit more because the combat options were very very plentiful, but that got really clunky um, about from like the 10-ish hours mo- like point onwards and I stopped playing it because slowdown happened heaps. I haven't heard any gripes from... I think this like Eastwood plays very well the whole way through um, from what I've read. Um, so performance-wise, maybe Eastwood is a bit, a bit more of a... Uh, a safe bet than uh, than crosscode. I don't know if cr- crosscode may have been patched. But whatever. I'll stop talking about crosscode. It's great, but yeah, I mean, if you if you love like you know your Chrono Triggers, um, you know that era of of JRPGs and, and adventure games. It's even like a little bit of Zelda in uh, in 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 Eastwood. This is definitely like you know a big meaty adventure game that uh, with with a, with a pretty interesting story, full of lots of like colorful characters and. Good writing, I think, for the most part, as well. Um, it's you know, it's a lot of text, it's a lot of reading. I, I'm uh, my biggest thing I, I'm thankful for is that it wasn't voice acted. I think that would slow the game down even more. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, like, I, I think yeah, like the, the biggest compliment you can give to a game is like, oh, it is nailing what it's trying to do, and maybe what it's trying to do won't appeal to everybody. Um, but uh, it's it's definitely doing what I hoped it would do, and I'm looking forward to getting further further stuck into it. I will say that the story itself, I am curious to see where it goes. 
which I think yeah, is cool. enough enough of a driver to keep me playing it for a little bit longer. I have I have a prediction of where it's going, and I want to see if my prediction is correct. Excellent. Well, hopefully we both try and finish it this year. I, like, uh, have you started like thinking about what your top ten indie games of the year are yet? I mean, look, there's some that have definitely like obviously Death Store is in there. Yeah. Um, I have been. It has been popping into my head. Okay. Like, I, I need cool. to go back and look at everything I've played this year again. I think, honestly, Toem will make the list. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, like, looking at, like, that that those 10 games or whatever that have come out in the last week and going, okay, I've got to make time to try and play some of them. Like, some of them may show up on the list. Like I said, uh, on top of all those games, Kena, Bridge of Spirits comes out today. And then, you know, it comes out in two days, right? Sable. Sable. <laughs> so these are all like huge, oh, huge. And I, I, I didn't. I, I forgot to mention on the on the podcast. I played through the demo of that. Fuck, man, the demo is so good. Really? And it's oh. way, way more expansive than I thought it was going oh, to okay. be too. Like I almost like you. You do a lot. Um, Sweet. And you get to explore so much of the of the, of the world. Um, I'm very excited to get lost in that game. I just, I'm so, just seeing the end of Psychonauts two receding into the distance like knowing that <laughs> knowing that sable is is just about to come out yeah goddamn i'm lo- i'm so looking forward to playing sable yeah so i i'm trying to like play a little bit of death loop a little bit of um tom a little bit of uh of of eastwood and then you're like i've got psychonauts 2 to get through this is the worst version a- of mumbo number no. 5 ever <laughs> A little bit of you keeps me so tired. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, so anyway, look, that's it, uh, it for um, today's episode. Um, we hope you are enjoying Toem and Eastwood as well. Um, we'll be back next week with a review of Sable. Um, and who knows what else? Like I said, there's a ton of games out right now. So um, hopefully if you are like, I don't know what to play, we've given you many, many options. Hopefully too many options. Yes. Because uh, I'm pretty sure everything mentioned in the, in the, game, in the show today is worth your time. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can all the small games at gmail.com. Um, we have, uh, one email to get through today. Um, and, uh, man, I'm sorry to Sebastian, but you picked the wrong week to recommend us a game oh boy. because it's just way too many, Damn but here it. we go. Uh, Sebastian says, Kia Ora, John and Levins. I'm a big fan of the podcast and I really appreciate your constant recommendations of what small games I might enjoy on the switch. So I thought it's time to give back. I recently stumbled on a very small, cool YouTube channel for a long-running animated series called Tux and Fanny. They've recently released a feature film, so I was intrigued and dove in. The series basically follows two friends called Tux and Fanny who inexplicably speak Russian and have wholesome but strange adventures in the forest around their home. The series is quite lovely and fun, but sometimes dark, and after watching a bit, I was really hooked. Then I find out that they have a Switch game based on the series in the works. And then I found out that it was due to release in two days' time. The game is out now on Switch and PC, and I love it. It's a sort of point-and-click adventure game, but is quite sparse on story and is more focused on lovely world-building and fun. I don't really want to give away a lot of the surprises in it, but there's heaps of fun mini-games and zines in it. You can play as a cat and a flea, and it's only like $13. I highly recommend it. I haven't heard anyone talking about it yet, so I wanted to spread the love in whatever ways I could. Love your work, Sebastian. Well, thank you, Sebastian. You you said the the three magic words for me, which is point and click. So <laughs> consider me. You said the one the one magic word for me, which is Fanny. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so consider me intrigued. I'll I'll hop on the eShop. I'll take a look for it. Yeah, I've I've never heard of the uh, no. the, the series either. 
um and the, and the movie man this, this has got a whole thing going on yeah um we've we've been, cute. we've been missing out on the tux and fanny verse all this time the entire feature film is on youtube oh okay or it was someone else making because it was published on the first of April, so maybe this is someone doing a bit. But it's an hour and twenty minutes long, apparently. Sweet. Okay. Let's, yeah. Uh... Let's let's go deep into the Fannyverse together, <laughs> hand in hand. <laughs> oh, um. So yeah, if you want to send us an email, like Sebastian did, uh, all the small games at gmail dot com. If we read your email out on the show, I'll email you back and give you a invite to our Discord community. The other way to join our Discord is to sign up to our Patreon, which is patreon dot com slash all the small games. And uh, not only do you get access to our Discord, that's the that's the side thing. The main reason you sign up is because you get bonus episodes every single month. Um, we just recorded our most recent game of the month episode, which is all about the game inside inside by play dead from 2016 we did a uh, an hour-long episode about uh, inside and limbo and games kind of of that ilk um our thoughts then our thoughts now it was very fun revisiting that game with john um and uh previous to that we've done episodes on the stanley parable on bastion um, bastion v, 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 v. that's the one and uh we just put a um uh, a questionnaire up uh, a voting form up in our discord um for the next game of the month uh, nominees and they are hollow knight and steamworld dig 2 two uh very very legendary metroidvania games that you can play on switch and surprisingly uh steamworld dig 2 is in the lead at the moment so yeah. if you want to upset that vote head over to patreon.com slash all the small games um and uh, just a little secret whatever one we whatever one we don't do first we'll do second because yeah. those are two games that i think john and i could speak about for hours and hours at at, at, at a time this is um, true and we also but have... hey which oh wait what yeah no i was just hey. gonna I was saying hey hey I was, <laughs> I was just gonna say on top of uh our game of the month club we also are recording Another podcast, All the Other Things, which is uh, basically anything else from the world of culture that we've been uh, enjoying lately. So it could be big games, could be movies, TV shows, comics, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think think we should try and record that on Friday this week. How do you feel about that, John? I'm getting my second vaccination on Friday, so no, sir. Thursday it is. Thursday (laughs) sounds good. Uh, Very much looking Um, forward to that one. I've been, been watching some good stuff lately. Let's give a little bit of a teaser because I know what I'm being. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about a uh, one of our favorite directors, Stephen Chow, best oh. known for his uh, movies Kung Fu Hustle and Shaolin Soccer. I've been revisiting a lot of his movies um, with my wife over the last few weeks. We watched uh, one of his most recent ones, The Mermaid. Uh, of course, Kung Fu Hustle. She'd never seen it before, and uh, just this weekend uh, we watched. Uh, from Beijing with Love, which is his first directed movie, which Love is it. a James Bond spoof movie that John and I watched a handful of times when we were uh, nineteen and probably stoned. Um, it's a it's a wonderful mo- movie, and uh, uh, it was so fun revisiting it. And I'm looking forward to talking about all those movies with you, John. Definitely, I uh, I have the uh, the new series on Disney Plus, Only Murders in the Building. Steve Martin, Martin, Martin Short, Short, and Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, uh, you know the original three amigos. Um, <laughs> so that I've been been watching. Um, I also have. Uh, I recently watched the uh, new. It's kind of a, a hybrid special and documentary from uh, American comedian Rory Scovel called "Live Without Fear." Oh, cool. One of your um, favorites, yeah, and it is—it's uh, a really interesting premise that I will—I will get into on uh, on the next episode of All the Other Things. 
We'll probably talk about Star Wars Visions as well because that uh, okay. that airs on on Wednesday. Are you going to watch that with with Joe? Perhaps. It's the Star Wars an- anime anthology. I'm so excited! Some of the animation looks fucking incredible. All right. Well, I think I can. I could probably. I could get Joe in on that. I reckon. I think it's. A, I think. I think the first episode is going to be like 17 minutes long or something like that. So not too much of a commitment. Cool. That's um, right. Nice and yeah. sized. You can hear all the other things and our Game of the Month Club at patreon.com slash all the small games. We'd love for you to come and join us uh, to hear those discussions and add to the discussions uh, in our Discord community. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, we can be found on Facebook, facebook.com slash all the small games or on Twitter at all the small game. John is at 16 tacos on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at levdog, L-E-V-D-A-W-G. And of course, my other podcasts are Hey Fam and Serious Issues updating every single week and you can find them and many other great podcasts at Sans Pants Radio dot com thank you so much for listening also we have a website now all the small games.com uh, maybe we'll open next episode by i'm going to make sure that everything is good it's, it's on my end i need to and I, I should i need to give john a login we need to update our about section but the website is there all the episodes are there so Amazing. head over to all the small games.com we'll give the appropriate shout outs um to to the good folks uh who who, 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 who the good folk the good man, the big, the big fella who's made our website next week. Wait, um, God. Yep, that's right. The biggest uh, fella. God. No, nah, um, shouts to Lex for making our yeah. um, making our, our our website. We'll give him his dues uh, next week and talk, talk, talk to you about walk you through the website, the smallest game of all, a website. Uh, but yeah, head to, head to allthesmallgames.com because uh, uh, I had to do a minimal amount of web web stuff uh, to help Lex, and I'm shit at it, real shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go, go see my shit work and mostly his fantastic work. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week. See you everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 